What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something in the air. And in this episode, we hear from Tammy who I originally met several years ago through my former metaphysical shop, Soul Madison, particularly a group event I hosted called Dinner with the Departed, an evening where my guests experience an intimate mediumship messaging circle and a few nostalgic seance techniques. Tammy has a friendly and adventurous demeanor and is on a personal expedition discovering her spirituality. I have been fortunate enough to read for Tammy along her journey, and today she's here to share some of her more recent stories, but a recent reading with some pretty big predictions about her children, significant moves, some family health issues, and she also had some questions about a consistent entity appearing in her readings. Turned out it was closer than she thought. And we get to hear about those predictions and messages right after this. Something in the air, always something in the air. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Welcome back. Today we have Tammy. Now, I've seen Tammy over the last few years and she's here to talk about some of the things that we've met in different aspects of our readings, individual and group, and she's going to talk about some of the stuff that's gone on for her. Welcome, Tammy. Thanks, Bernice. So, how did we originally meet? We originally met, I'm going to guess 10 years ago, maybe even a little bit longer or a little less. It was at your location on Provence. It was a session that you were holding. It was the Dining with Deceased. Dinner with the Um, Departed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but yes. (laughs) Yes, but yes. Prior to that, I was very interested in, you know, mediums and and, um, working with others, but I was really attracted to what was going on in that 
event. There was lots of activities and lots of good things came through that surprised everybody. And it was, it was so much fun. So Dinner with the Departed, I held that for several years. And, you know, I have to say, I actually based it on a very gifted astrologer, psychic medium in Scotland. They, Kara Hamilton is her name, and she's absolutely outstanding. And she hosts these incredible events where you think you're in a play almost, but they're real and they're very medieval and witch and castles and the, the venue makes up this whole event. And so when I first opened my shop, even five years before I met you, I had envisioned working with Kara in some way where we could do actual events in incredibly haunted venues that were bringing back the ways of connection. So for instance... I've worked with Hamilton House and held seances as they did in the 1920s. I've worked with different mediums who are from the UK who do table tipping and they do messaging in a way they have flame readings and they, they have what I call the box where they sit in a box and they do transmediumship in the box. And so I've seen some pretty wild things and I'm always willing to explore and kind of look at different ways of connecting with energies. So my idea around Dinner with the Departed was to bring gifted mediums and psychics together. And so people can experience messaging in different ways and explore their own journey. So this was a very, if you can imagine, 1920s to 1940s table tipping. I build my own spirit table, which is a big wooden table with a glass. And I use sticky notes or cards and my glass will move and message I have Reverend Julie who does the table tipping and that table would gallop across the room and bag people in the leg. And then we have the flame readers who would read palms and flame that the smoke readings onto paper and talk about the deceased. And then we'd have messaging circles. And so it was a pretty powerful evening and everybody got to experience a little bit of that when we had the big events or the small events. And so, yeah, um, but the idea came from um, me always wanting to host events where, if you can imagine, if like a theater festival met actual psychic medium work where you can go back into the 20s and you can experience an original seance. And yeah. so the good news is, is I actually have two venues coming up where you'll be able to do that again. So just if you were with me a long time ago and uh, in my old venues, because I used to get restaurants and different crazy venues for these. Are you going to a nunnery? Yes, I am. Well, it, the convent is, it was never a residential school, but it was a music school and an infirmary for girls, particularly around the Spanish flu outbreak and a pandemic. And it has an incredible history in this place. And you want to sleep in a haunted mansion, that would be the place. And I've done shows on the place in Eli. And the second place is Hamilton House, which is a future show. Hamilton House, it's a historical site in Winnipeg where thousands of images and recordings from the Hamiltons who conducted seances are archived at the University of Manitoba. They're incredible images. You'll see some of them when you Google Hamilton House, Winnipeg, historical Hamilton House. So there will be venues there as well. And they're on just on Henderson and Hespeller. Yes. Yeah, yes. that old white house that nobody yeah, ever bought. Yeah. My client bought it and that's a whole different show. The agent and the buyer but we're both my clients and they literally cross paths at my doorway. That building was for sale for years and six different deals fell through 
And she was boom right there. So the experience, if I were to go to that, would that yeah. be that wouldn't be necessarily a personal experience? It would be like for things that would come directly to me. It would be an experience of past history. But, no, what would uh, no up? both. So you would we would be doing the séance messaging very much like Hamilton, Doctor Hamilton did, where we sit in a circle. So a lot of the way I already work is how he worked. So the table tipping, the transmedium box. The circle messaging, the so that's exactly kind of what the dinner of the departed was. We'd be doing very similar there. So if people like that kind of thing, because you get messages directly through for you, and you feel that connection, and mm-hmm. so I love dinner. Is it just the location? It's everything. It's who shows up with you. It's getting the group focused, looking at the same. Like my only problem with Ouija board is like any tool is the first thing people do when they get on it, they say, anyone want to contact me? Well, everybody wants to contact you. That's not because they hear what you think. And so, to be honest with you, usually if I'm just in seance, we have to do it in silence because they hear what you think. And they will answer what you think. So when we're on a spirit table in a dinner that's departed, people are talking, and da-da-da. That's why I'm the guide because... Otherwise, everyone's thinking different people, different things, and it's going all over the place, right? It's getting in unison and channeling in that one energy to have the conversation. So we could talk about that for hours, but yes, I have future events coming, my friend, (laughs) and you are on my call list to come and be part of that. Excellent. So that was how we originally met, was a dinner departed, and you had a great experience there and enjoyed it. I absolutely. Met different psychics and mediums also in that group. Well, yeah, and it was... Your event was another opening of the door for me for understanding. I find myself to be way more open to spirit now than I've ever been. And my experiences are clearer now that I know what they are. And it's because of seeing you. It's because of going to these events. Like, I was just sharing with you how my father passed away and, you know, I'm in his garage looking for a staple gun and, you know, looking in my dad's garage is full of all kinds of stuff. Not a hoarder, but close. Yeah. And uh, I'm going, dad, where's the staple gun? And honestly, like not even two seconds later, my eyes went to the wall and there it was. It was just oh, like, yeah. I know that he's answering me. He hears you. And, and I, I can't insist on that enough for people. It's yeah. Sometimes it's we're shut down. It's hard to swim through grief, you know, but spirit's always there. I think that's always the bigger message in Dinner of the Departed and events like that is that spirit's always there for you. Right. Always. We just need to develop our language with spirit. And I think that's where I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's through all of this is where I'm learning. And Yes, I miss my dad in this dimension, mm-hmm. but because of everything I learned over the years, I grieve him in person, but I don't, I know he's here. Like, I know that I'll go for a car ride and if he was here, he wouldn't be joining me. But now today I know he's with me everywhere I go, yeah. right? And experiencing everything I'm experiencing. So I've, I've grown so much through all of these events. Spirit will always put different teachers on your pathway for that and different ways of tasting different energies of understanding different languages of exploring. And that's always the nice part about events and going to them and for sure and taking classes and things with different, because you get to develop your own sense 
on your own connection. And that's really my goal, ultimately. <laughs> I'm getting a little teary just talking yeah. about it because yeah. it's, it's pretty neat. And, and you, want your own, you want your own language. You want your own connection. Because the truth is you don't need me. That's the truth. God's within. You're a teacher. I'm a little guide for different people, for yeah. sure. And I appreciate even being in that, um, that pathway for people. So let's go back to you a little bit. So tell me about yourself. So you're from Winnipeg. I'm from Winnipeg. So born and raised in Manitoban. Both of uh, my parents grew up. I've had the luxury of my life of being a farm girl and a a city girl. Because my parents grew up in a small town, Mm -hmm. just miles away from each other. You know, that's where the heart is, is really outside the city. So now I, I live north of the city. I have two wonderful kids that are you know well on their way one of them we'll talk about <laughs> a little later now i want you to tell me three things about yourself okay the first thing is what's one of your hobbies i enjoy activities that are motorized so i love okay. atving i love snowmobiling i love cars fast cars i love anything tomboyish (laughs) so that those are my hobbies those are things I like to do wonderful tell me what is one of your personal goals right now my personal goals is um I'm trying to find where I'm going to be going I'm a single woman so I'm trying to find where my path is I maybe have five years left to work my daughter's moved out west. My son talks about going out west, and it's like, am I going in that direction? So okay. I, right now I'm still searching for goals because life is changing for me. Yeah, well, it's it's organic process. It's always a journey. There's no destination. <laughs> Just so people know, there's actually no destination. It's, it is the journey, 100%. It's about the journey. Maybe share with me, maybe one of your favorite travel places since we've been stuck. Where's one place you've been, is kind of on your list to go out and go do? So I told you a little bit about who I am and mm-hmm. the ATVing and, and snowmobiling. One of my trips, and I've been talking about this pre-COVID, is I want to fly into Salt Lake City. I want to rent a really rugged vehicle, be it a Jeep or yeah. something like that, and head into their terrains, so go up their mountains and, and just travel off-road for a couple of days and and just enjoy camp out there and then return that swap it for a vehicle and then make my way down the mountain path through uh, Utah into Phoenix area Grand Canyon just see all that terrain and just stop when I want to stop stay where I want to stay if I want to stay somewhere longer I stay and then Drop the car off in Phoenix and fly home. <laughs> love it. Love it. That sounds like a good vacation, actually. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, well, thank you for that. And so let's get into your reading a bit. So so I had seen you in 2020, and you recorded the reading. And in that reading, we talked about air balloons and it reminding me of Calgary. Talk, let's talk about that. Let's start there. Yeah, so, yeah, this was early 2020. That we saw each other and you just started, you see air balloons. And then you, you mentioned, for some odd reason, you kept tapping the cards going, I think these air balloons, I think it's Calgary. I think your daughter's moving. This is what this means. 
your daughter's going to be moving. And I said to you, yeah, I, you know, my kids both talk about moving out west. And it's so funny because the air balloons always remind me of Calgary. I don't know why. Calgary? Of <laughs> Calgary. Like, relationship in Calgary. One of your kids will move to BC and one will move to Alberta. Like, one, I think they're moving to different locations, but one is by the water and one is sort of like... Perfect. And all of that came to light. My daughter moved a year and a half ago. Okay. And I have been jockeying back and forth four times to see her. So it all came to light. Well, I hope one day you're standing on a balcony and you see all the air balloons in the Calgary in the mountains and you think, we said that. She said about the mountains <laughs> or the, the air balloons. And then your daughter changed direction. Now, your daughter, did she finish her post-secondary? No, she's still college. Working. Yeah, like she's, she's in university. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her, is she taking education? No, she's uh, seeking to be a nurse practitioner. She'll change that a bit. She'll change that a bit. Mm -hmm. um, like she has to go through her nursing first. Yeah, she'll do her nursing, but she might wind up possibly working maybe emergency or like. Mm -hmm. The U.S. will want her, eh? That's what she's, she's yeah. also talked about that. Some of your other readings said she would end up in Texas. Yeah, so this is, because when I look at this coastline, so your son's looking, your, would be looking at Alberta. She would get her nursing. Yes. And then she, this is, this could be down south. So pre-COVID, she was studying nursing and that always surprised me just because she's interested in that field but i never really saw her as a nurse like she's always interested in the medical stuff mm -hmm. she seems to migrate to it but she was studying nursing and then when online came on she did not do well with online learning and that's when she decided to move to calgary for a different experience and then witnessing what's been going on with the nurses mm -hmm. You know, not only in Canada, but in the States, just kind of going, no, I don't know if I want to, that profession. Yeah. So now she's in search mode for where she's going to be, what she's going to do. And you know what? She's in the right space. She's actually growing as a, as a woman right now. So, yeah. And you had indicated that in the reading that, you know, you said that she's studying nursing, but you did say that she's going to change direction. She's in this flux right now, so... That's okay. Well, you know, it's funny that you've said both you and your daughter are kind of in this flux right now, and I imagine your son might be too, a little bit. You know what? He has a clear-cut path since he's been, honestly, <laughs> six years old. This boy, He knew what he was doing? Yeah. Jarrett, my son's name, he was three... And I remember him taking a hammer and, and he walked around the other side of the garage. So I'm kind of, okay, well, I'm not worried yet. Then I hear this bang, bang. I come around the side of the garage. I go, what are you doing? And he goes, well, I need to see inside. And that's the only way I can get in. I got to destroy it, right? So right from there, I kind of knew, okay, either he's going to be in explosives or he's going to be in some sort of repair. Yeah. Jared has, from a young child, always focused on being a mechanic. Yeah. Being and working on not just your average equipment, but the big mining equipment. He's his first level apprentice, so he's on his path, determined to be a Red Seal, heavy diesel mechanic, more on the off-road. He's been talking for many years about being out west, either working on equipment in the mountains or being 
in the mining, yeah, right. But that big, big equipment yeah. that just doesn't hit the highways, it's yeah. it stays up there. So he's been talking about that, and he's on that path. He's channeling the miner, right? But, <laughs> but, but you've called it. One of your kids is getting licensed, certified. There something about their education, and that that's they'll be looking at relocating with that. Mm -hmm. That looks wonderful. You know, I just I laughed when you had mentioned about my pathway and I don't and I'm thinking to myself she's moving out west she's moving out west she's, she should have, your kids will be out there one will be northwest and one will be west west and I'll be like northwest and west west and then you'll be west and I feel like there you go I mean you can come visit here but go to the lake when you visit here just yeah get a little place in Lake the Bunny or at Gimli or whatever and just go to the lake and then go to out west and I yeah. feel like that might be good but that's really exciting about your kids yes it is and I Very feel like there's proud. tons of opportunities for your daughter, and and especially in wellness and health, it doesn't have to always be nursing. There's so many facets of wellness and medicines and and health, you know? She's pretty intuitive. She even recently discovered that behavioral analysis and even thinking something along that line. Well, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah that's exciting stuff. We had a conversation before we got on to record, and we were talking about in your readings over the last few years. Yes. A couple of, like yes. last, say, two readings. This, well, the one in 2020, and then you've also mentioned in past ones of deceased. Deceased child. families. Yes. Deceased child. Yes. Keep showing up around you, and we're... So the one question she has is like, who is this orb? Is it this person? And I, I was like, I don't think it's that person. I'm not getting that. And so I said, we got to answer that question right now because you've been asking the question and it turned out to be connected to your auntie. Yes. And so when I read for people, I find dead people show up because you're about to see the living. Just like when you think of somebody and they phone. So I often find that when dead people start to show up and they show up as orbs, light, or they start to show up as signs, it's because they want you to see what's right in front of you with people connected to them. So I write down all my messages often when they're starting to just give me the anxiety and saying, okay, you're going to be seeing this person. So I'm like, okay, I'll write it down. Where it has been incredibly profound. And so as you're on your journey of discovering your connection with your father in spirit, that orb when I say, oh, because it wasn't your dad. And I just feel like it's connected to her. And then so your father passed and then her son passed. Right. So my aunt. Your aunt. And that spirit, because you'd be connected to them and seeing them and that know they're going to be met. And that's why they show up like that. So I felt good we could clarify that I before. Because I was like, if they're showing up in the last two readings, it's because you know, know them. They're not just some random guy you work with or, or a friend that reached out from 20 years ago. Right. It's always around people you generally see or are dealing with. Right. And that they're in good hands. And the reality is sometimes it's not always this lifetime's dead people. Sometimes we also have spirit guides, which are your soul's entire journey, collect spirit guides and connectors they also follow people. And as you go through your journey and as you explore, people look at their Kashuk records. They look at past life regression, go through hypnosis to like explore deep into those. I would suggest that if you want to start really looking at, because you would have all of those as well. Just for, not just your dad. Your dad, dad's not a single soul in the sky. Oh, yeah. There's so many. 
And so as How people, do you know between That's a great question. Well, that's a great question <laughs> because sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't know what lifetime you know this this being in. Sometimes I don't know. I wish I had that answer sometimes because all I know is their name is so-and-so or that this is what they want you to see. What I find when I read people, dead people or spirit, I don't want to just, spirit tells me what's going to happen so that when it happens, they're literally standing there. They're literally like, I'm here. I told you it was going to happen. And so now I'm here. Otherwise, their souls are eternal and beautiful until you're reincarnated, I guess, right, right. are perfect. There's no... Emotion is a human condition. It's proteins released from your brain. Your soul is pure light. And it's agape, I call it. Like, they love you, but they love you like God loves you. Like, they love your being. They know your energy. They're like, it's very different than just a physical human condition. Right? Exactly. And so that agape love, that eternal love, your father, along with all your all the deceased that mm-hmm. step forward. Now, they don't all just present themselves every time you see somebody. Right. They're ones that step forward is because there's something they need you to see right now. You see? Yeah. Otherwise, we can have a seance and we can start pulling in right. people right. or entities, right? We can start pulling them in. But if it's just a reading and it's the message you need to see right now in the next two years. So this would have been, let's say, the last four years that I've read you. And if I've seen you twice, they've been, this orbs have been showing up and you've had all this massive transformations in your family, belonging, dad, auntie, family. Yeah, and so that orb, yeah. that's what I'm saying is that spirit always has your greatest interest, your greatest yeah. good and your highest order. Because your only duty on this planet is to become authentic to your soul. That's your only duty. However journey you take that, you could be an accountant and still have a strong soul development connection. You see, I'm not picking on accountants. I'm an accountant. (laughs) I'm just picking on me. But, you know, that's kind of been my journey is trying to decipher between the mind telling you versus the soul. And I can honestly say that's over the last five, six years, that's been my journey is to kind of be able to separate them. Well, instead of separating them, Step into it. So the mind creates anxiety. Yes, it does. Right? Sit in that ang- that vibration and you got to pull it down like you'd be sitting in that because ang- it's all the head. Right. Right? That's not, you're not creating that anxiety. That's not your heart center. Like if you imagine the Care Bear Stare out of the heart chakra. <laughs> yeah. Care Bear Stare. Yeah. That's your energy emanates from. Anxiety comes in. In the noise, that's your third eye, like the, yeah. the third eye in your headspace. That's where the noise comes in. When I do psychic and medium work, I'm up here. I'm up in my crown. I'm up above me mm-hmm. because I'm surrendering to the all that. And I can sort out the noise. Because oftentimes when I read people and they first come in, I'm reading what you're thinking. Yeah. Without even realizing they're saying, I just talked about that on my way here. I'm in your noise. I realize that. I'm like, oh, darn, I don't want to be in your noise. I want to be in your Care Bear stare and be able to tune into that energy where all your anxiety doesn't exist. And so oftentimes I'll unpack them for the first 15, 20 minutes of the reading. I'll have you count backwards from seven or I'll have you pick objects from my table or I'll have you do something just to bring your energy, guide and ground it 
and give now it language. Now Okay. Okay. <laughs> give, you, give it language yeah. so that you're now present so that we can now be in tune with our energy as opposed to me tuning into your noise. Okay. Because you manifest, they hear what you think, right? And so we manifest a lot of what's in our head, like using language like, I don't like to use the word I'm sick. I think that's that because you're manifesting that I'm working on my wellness. I'm very health focused, I'm, right? It's changing that language because we do it to ourselves a lot of the time because spirit has your greatest good and your greatest you order every single time. You need to teach A uh, meditation in schools, I think, would go so long and so far. I think maybe the benefit that kids can learn at a very young age. Oh, yeah. Meditation and centering. And yeah. Anyway, that I feel like that's a whole cause Another that one. I can take up. For sure. Okay. And so if you go back to your reading, we also talked about other family members and things mm-hmm. going on with them. And I know we mentioned your mother-in-law. And yeah. Before we get to your mother-in-law, let's start with friends. Yeah. That we had talked about someone coming back into yeah. your world. It was one of the readings and you used these little tiny cards that were about an inch long and <laughs> half an inch wide. Yeah. And you're, you're doing your thing to get me in the zone. And one of the cards that came up was a blank card. Right. And you had asked, you know, have you lost friends? And of course, this is, yeah, you know, going through a divorce, you, you really, you're changing and people treat you sometimes different. You just, you lose relationships mm-hmm. and new ones come in. And, and you had indicated during that, that there'll be a reconnection of a lost friend. Did you lose your friend? I feel like I've lost a lot of people over some, yeah. over the last five years yeah. where people I just don't feel were there that's, for me. And they're not. And that's why you're, you've like, this is you alone. You've got a girlfriend of yours that you are no longer friends with. You'll be hearing from her. Okay. Even by May. She's coming to talk to you. In listening to my 2020 recording, you spoke about that, that there's going to be a a lost friend that is going to, you're going to reconnect with. And sure enough, um, just in the last year, myself and a friend, her name's Kim, we reconnected. We met years ago when both of our families were camping, and then we just became friends, and then we drifted apart. Well, the drifting was part part was part of I was going through difficult times in my marriage and marriage breakup little did I know she was doing the exact same thing oh seeing spirit brought you together and then now we're back together as friends as and friends. and so um, and supports. in supports and um, and in a place where you've both gone through similar journeys and now you have the freedom to be friends you're absolutely right. We talk about that all the time on how we were friends before and we managed to do things. We're very sister-like. We're very yeah. similar. Yeah. And that's what brought us together is, is that we enjoy the same things. We kind of speak the same language. Yeah. You know, we, we get each other. And then when we drifted away and then recently come back, it's like, wow. Like even as she was just getting ready to go through some things in her divorce, you know, it was bringing me up. What do you think? And it was like perfect timing. So see, spirit has your greatest good in order, your, your highest order. And so being reconnected by families because you're family friends connecting and camping which i actually as a kid have connected with kids too and yeah. you know it's funny that you said i was 
and back together in a time where now you're free to be friends and enjoy a good adult female friendship. In a very different space and not having four-year-olds yeah. and seven-year-olds hanging off you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. I think that's great. Yeah. Anyway, nothing like a good friend, especially a good old friend who can reminisce with you about your family a little bit. You know, you can, sometimes they help you see your parents from a different set of eyes and you realize how many people loved your parents and how many maybe people your parents impacted. You know, we only see it as a kid, but then when our friends who knew our parents as kids go, oh no, I just loved your dad. He taught me blah, 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 you know? Right. Right. Exactly. And, it, you know, even when you're um, talking about even friends and just things that you learn and you pay attention to, people being in your life for a reason. Just recently, I was thinking about of another friend just kind of going, okay, I, I think I keep picking up that, you know, this friend is in my life for a reason to teach me that, you know what, Tammy, maybe you've been sabotaging things just the way you've been behaving through certain things. Like, you know, maybe anxieties mm-hmm. and stuff like that and when you see it in other people and you think about it that way you're going oh well, you're no different as a mirror for sure people that are in your life to look at and so as a mirror of what do I need to do what am I attracting in this what a right. right but I yeah. learned that over like I said through all these sessions just yeah. kind of going okay these are my lessons your guidance yes you could choose if they're a lesson but right. I feel like sometimes even the hardest things I think for myself, going through my daughter's illness has been one of my hardest guidance that I received from spirit. And it's been very humbling. And in essence, I literally quit my jobs. Like I literally, like I simplified, I quit toxic, unhealthy jobs where there's pressure and I was always busy and I, cause I had to stop and take care of my daughter and that was it. And I even closed my shop, which I loved my shop. So- my sh- I remember when your daughter got ill. When this happened and I had to close my shop, I was closing part of my identity and I felt a little defeated and I was like, spirit. And I, okay, if you can imagine me with a big snot bubble on my nose, pouring tears out of my eyes on my knees, surrendering. I'm like, I surrender. Okay. Okay. What do you need me to do? And spirit said, I just need you to shed stuff. Just get this, shut it. It's okay. And it did, and it turned out okay. And exactly why they do that. They send, right? And so never worry about when spirit puts you in a season of separation because right. they're making room for you to grow. Right. right. Exactly. So in your season of separation of the divorce and all those things that were coming up for you at the time of the readings, spirit had you back. But you know what? When you're going through that hard time, you Mm -hmm. don't see it. You don't see it at all. And as you were just talking about that, I'm going, you know, going, wow. Okay. So Bernice is so connected, but yet she had her own things to go through. And, you know, you know way more about connecting and I'm, you know, here Someone like myself is trying to it's a, claw your way It's back a journey, up, right? It's a journey of surrender to spirit or surrender to and and ultimately I think that's what's so so bold about the human condition is that the whole purpose of your soul is to grow and that these experiences, right? And the, 
there's tragedy for everyone. Believe me, yeah. there's everyone has some tragedy that they're required for their soul to grow. And right. I always say, first thing you need to do is surrender, because yeah. the more you wriggle around and fight, the harder, right? And to, and to just say, yes, I see it. Yes, I'm okay. Step one, God. What do I? Where spirit? What do you need me to do? Step one, right. whatever that is. And so. Right. I guess, you reminded but, me of another reading that we had. Oh, go ahead. I don't have okay. Yeah. I don't have it recorded, but this is another reading from many, many years ago, six years ago. I was going through a lot of lot of change in my life. I had lost my job because of the change of government. So I was a manager, and they did all the manager cuts. I was going through divorce and separation, and was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. So everything all at once and came to see you early 2017 and you know again now I'm looking for jobs and I was you know having my own pity party going on with everything and you had really called out that uh, you were using these number cards or universe cards you called them there I remember you saying they're very powerful and you really called out saying that you're going to be getting a job offer in November and starting in the new year. And sure enough, exact timing. It was in November when it happened. I was going through interviews and I started in January. That blew my mind. Um, and I always, I remember now booking you kind of saying, could you use the universe cards? <laughs> <laughs> sure. No problem. Pull them out. And so it's, it's spirit. It's never the cards. It doesn't even matter. It could be tea leaves. It doesn't actually matter. Spirit wanted you to know, wanted you to know that, right? That you are on the right path. Just keep going. Just keep yeah. going. It's going to be right there. Yeah. And speaking of path, so I, to get back to this, this last reading 2020, we talked about your mother-in-law and um, maybe some cautionary warnings about her health. And mm. unfortunately, indeed, that did come to pass. Is your mother-in-law deceased? No. She's not doing so good. Yeah. Like, we, we unfortunately don't see her, yeah. right? Because I feel like if that's him, there's his mom. Mm -hmm. She's my ex-mother-in-law. So don't not always close to knowing mm -hmm. what's going on yeah. with her, right? Because I would only hear bits and pieces from my kids. So when you had, in your reading... You had indicated that she's not in good health and a little bit more on the serious side. And when I had found out, I guess this would have been late last year, that actually she was being tested for cancer. Um, and sure enough, she had cancer. She had the tumor removed. As of today, she's doing much better and she's been going for her cancer checkups and now they're pushing the appointments further and further out meaning she's doing much better but oh, yeah yeah so that wonderful. yeah that was um you know and when you read it of course i'm kind of going i don't know <laughs> right because yeah, i don't yeah, see yeah. her yeah but it was still yeah and it's timelines of things right like yeah Again, spirit wants you to, to know. I'm standing right there when you when you know that it's because they just it's the timeline. Because people say, "Well, I don't care about my ex mother-in-law. Why do I even care?" It's because it's connected to your children, and they'll mention it, and that's why. And so, we think we know things about our timeline, and what we don't know is infinite <laughs> about our timeline. But sometimes 
like when whether you see a psychic medium or you do your own meditation and tune in, they'll give you signposts like air balloons or signposts like a, a cautionary tale about your mother, ex-mother-in-law, or signposts about your daughter's change of direction. There's just signposts along your journey to say, yeah, look at you. You're right on your timeline. Your supported spirit's there with you. And you're never going to be shown everything, especially in one reading. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's infinite, but... It, that's why it's the journey, right? That's why it's the journey. And, and I often say to myself, okay, you know, okay, give me a sign. But I'm like, I miss the signs. I know it. I just, I, you know, you almost have to hit me on the head with the sign, please. Well, you know, it's funny because <laughs> I sometimes miss the signs too, right? Like we get distracted in our world with things and we get, we, our mind gets, our mind interferes with it. And meanwhile, I think one of the biggest questions that I get asked are, I'm seeing 11-11 or I'm seeing all the time and I'm like and then in the same conversation they'll be like I've been asking for signs for my dad for and I'm like you literally just talked about <laughs> the signs it's because part of our journey in this human form is to discover our language of energy that's all we do I mean science does it mathematics does it everybody does it it's just the language of energy how is it communicated at different vibrations and I often go back to when people hum or ee yeah. and do vocal toning, the movement of vibration, a language around that energy, you see? I heard that. Practitioners, whether they're psychics, mediums, there's that vibration energy. Like I said, sometimes it's the noise vibration. Sometimes it's just a spirit banging you on the head going, I told you, <laughs> I told you to say that. <laughs> Other times... You know, it comes from the heart center or we start to feel in our gut and, you know, the solar plexus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it paying attention to where that vibration hits you right. and then, and then lean into it a little bit. Yeah. Let your stomach rumble a little bit and go, okay, the first taste in my mouth, the first image in my head, the first yeah. sound I just heard, what was I just told? And don't change it. Just everything you were just told in that moment. And as you sit in it and practice in it, it'll literally come like a download of visions and ideas and thought. Like, we numb it, we avoid it, we right away go, ooh, eat. Well, right? then I keep trying to coach my kids. Listen to your gut. Listen yeah. to your gut. And then when I don't listen to my gut, no different than coming to your <laughs> they place. They remind us, trust me. <laughs> I my knew kids do. My gut was telling me to go south, but my GPS was telling me to yeah. go north. Yeah. But I knew to go south. South, yeah. <laughs> That's I didn't right. listen. That's the, you know what? Yes. That's a great analogy. Google Maps. It's said to go this way, but it's like Google. No, no, I know it's this way. And then yes, it was that way. I've had that happen too, for sure. Well, thank you to Tammy for sharing her story with us. And thank you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars in a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by But I think about you, about you all the time Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember... Spirit has your greatest good at heart. Your soul is light, and you are valued. Inexplicable, I can feel it in the
What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.